what is up? <laughs> Back at you with the stoned and unusual podcast. Sorry for the excess noise. Starting it off with a dab. Nice little dab Jeremy left me before he went to work. What a sweetheart. No, but for real. Uh, let's talk some shit. I don't know. I don't know how much shit it's actually going to be. Just got to take this dab. Get every thought in order here. Get it all set up. Cheers. Take your dab. Smoke your joint. Have a wonderful day. The last, uh, like, last chapter we talked about was, uh, vegging. Um, and I keep looking away from the microphone as I talk. Hold on, let me readjust everything. Whoa. So, yeah. Alright, so, we got a, we were, last, last episode we had was vegging out. I don't even remember everything I talked about in that one, so I feel like I'm screwing everybody up right now. Um, so I might have, like, I might start talking about a little vegging, like, late vegging into flour, because I, this week I wanted to talk a little bit about flour. Uh, the flowering process, uh, you know, kind of get a better understanding for that, so people know. I don't know. Um, almost lit my hair on fire. Um, yeah, so, now, I'm pretty sure vegging is usually, like, Now, I could be very wrong. I could be very wrong. Y'all call me out if I am, but I'm I'm at least 90% sure from all the work that I've been around and recently working in a veg room, I, I, I want to say that it's roughly like a... From, like, when you take the clone to when you're moving it out of the bedroom into the flower room, I think it's, like, maybe four weeks max. Because, like, the longer you set it in there, the longer it grows. So the taller it's going to get and then the harder it's going to be to maintain once it's in flower because it's still going to grow in flower. And uh, you just you want to keep it under control. So it's really dialing in your growing technique so you aren't screwing yourself over. (laughs) Or in the case where you work in a massive grow facility, screwing other people over. But sometimes that's not something that you can control. For instance, like, um, with GTI, I think they're, they, I mean, they were, when I was still there, they were running eight-week schedules, no matter what the strain. Eight weeks, it's done. Cut her down, flipper. Two days later, you got new plants in the room. Whereas, uh, Insa kind of does like, uh, 
whenever it's ready. So it could be eight weeks, it could be 10 weeks, it might be 12 weeks. Like, uh, there's not like a definitive, this is when we cut them down, this is when we repop them. Which is, I mean, that should kind of be how it should be, because, I mean, you're growing a crop. Crop's not ready at eight weeks, don't cut it down at eight weeks. But it's something to look into. It is definitely something to look into because your your buds are going to tell you when uh, it's time to cut cut. <laughs> so you really got to just pay attention, watch it every day, get a little jeweler's loop, look at the trichomes on the flower. They're going to start to turn colors. They're going to be clear at first and then I, I think it's more like a milky color kind of you can't see through it and then it turns like an amber color so make sure you're watching those trichomes make sure you're paying attention I'm not the know-all tell-all either like I I still have so much to learn and I just get so irritated day by day when I'm not learning it and I'm like why I need it I need to I just need the environment around me of hey this is how you do this or you want to learn something new or I don't know all kinds of stuff like that I just miss it so still waiting on some callbacks we got uh, a couple applications out I actually spoke to somebody today for a part-time position so we'll see uh, that would be kind of cool. It's like helping a local grower out at farmer's markets and stuff. So that would be real rad. Like every weekend just chilling at a farmer's market. You know, whatever. But anyway, really what you all came here for. Not to hear me chit-chat and whatnot. But... One thing I never knew or that I didn't realize when I first, you know, got my job at GTI and started this um, journey that I didn't realize until I started it, it was something I loved. Uh, also, please don't mind the tippy taps. I'm playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> uh, it was free for the PlayStation this month, so I had to download it. Had to get back to uh, some things I used to do when I was younger. It's a little nostalgic. I love it. Definitely frustrating because you forget how a lot of the controls go. Um, but now I'm like all about completion. Whereas when I first played this game, it was just get through it as fast as possible. But now each... each um, park I guess is what it's called each park each level whatever there's a certain number of tasks you got to do and I'm literally making sure they're all crossed off highest score pro score six score uh, biggest combo like the most ridiculous things whereas you don't need that for uh, like the level to move on really you just uh, you just need enough completions 
for the next one to open. So, like, right now it keeps telling me I need six. So, literally, I just got to get six more. And then the next part will open. So, yeah. Please don't mind the tippy tap. Uh, it's just me trying to stay on track. Keep my mind where it needs to be. I don't know. Oh, fudge. He bit the dust on a nose grab. Stupid. Yeah, park goals to unlock Burnside. I need six. So for the school right now, not that anybody freaking cares, but this is the Stoned and Unusual podcast. So you have to expect unusual... I'm sorry. I can't even talk. You have to expect unusual things to happen, especially with me. I'm I'm probably a very unpredictable person. Most would say, I think. So, yeah. Right now I'm trying to nail six score of 125,000 points for the school park. But amidst doing that, I'm going to try to get through this podcast and maybe give you some information that's useful. Maybe not. Maybe that's why nobody listens. Maybe that's why everybody's like, mm, fuck this podcast. <laughs> but no, seriously, all jokes aside, even if nobody listens, I'm still going to continue to do this. It's kind of like my little outlet. I listen to them occasionally. I'll go on, I'll be like, mm, I want to see how this one played out. I didn't even... I felt like I just said listen too many times, and I didn't want to say it again, but I, I listen to them all the time, okay? Just like my friend's shit. Like, anytime any of my friends have stuff, a lot of them don't have, like, audio stuff that I can listen to, but some do. A lot of them have, like, visual, hey, I painted this, or hey, I made this. Like, yeah, I love that shit. But I also love uh, the audio shit that I can hear. So, like, my buddy Torin, he sings phenomenally. Love to have him on the show sometime. Maybe he'll sing. Doubtful. No, he'll probably just crack a joke. Say something funny. He always He's always saying something funny. And <laughs> I, I just really need to have him on here at some point. So... Hopefully, in the near future, when I'm no longer a schmuck and kind of have a little more order in my life, we can get some more people on here. Get some more voices other than mine, because God, I know I don't like it sometimes. Definitely don't. My PlayStation sounds like it's going to blow up, but it's currently downloading like three different games. So, back to the podcast, back to what I was saying. You know, we're talking about moving plants from veg into flower. So usually, you know, you're vegging them a couple weeks. Once they get to your, you know, desired height, you flip them. They're, um... I don't know what the word is, and I'm not going to sit here spending 10-15 minutes trying to find it. Uh, but they're, um, like photosensitive plants if that is proper um like 
as soon as you switch them to a 12 12 they'll they'll go into flower they'll start to flower in about a week like they'll pre-flower in like seven to 14 days and then they'll start to get the bigger bud set and uh the internodal spacing will start happening and they will start stretching and growing and that's when you want to train them and get them where you want them before they're like stiff it's like that first week two weeks maybe three weeks max because like once week three sets like you're gonna i mean you can still train them after that but it's definitely smart to do it before that because then you're not like running around trying to catch up and trying to make sure you don't break the plant or rip the wrong piece off I don't know it's definitely something that you want to plan out not go at like haphazardly because if you do for instance like on a slightly larger scale with like maybe 400 and some plants say you're trellising the room but you don't trellis the plants properly you just kind of pull it down on top of the plants and set it and forget it walk away let them go the way those plants are bending from the trellis pushing down on them they might not snap but they're gonna start growing that way so then when somebody does get in there to train the plants properly it's gonna be I have a straight arm and then there's gonna be like a Z bend because it was fucked up and then it'll start growing straight again because you fixed it so it's like just kind of pay attention to it would you want to grow up with a crooked arm because somebody didn't train it right I don't know that doesn't make sense <laughs> But, like your hair, alright? If you don't train it right, you got it sticking up all over the place, and it's irritating, right? Just train it right. That's all you gotta do. I also talk too much that I let joints go out, so I always have to relight them. <laughs> Fun fact about myself. Now, I did, so the whole, like, specific watering, nutrient-type shebang, I almost said bullshit. It's not bullshit, but, you know, that whole, um, what you call? I'm kind of on the fence, okay? Because I've, I've heard, seen from persons I know... I know that doesn't sound right, but just follow along. Um, persons I know did a slight experiment where one plant they gave tap water and one plant they gave mixed nutrient water. So it was like tap water mixed with the, the proper nutrient that the plant needs. Um, both grew... And both produced and I'm pretty sure it was the one that was with the nutrients actually had a little bit more problems with their foliage like it was it was a yet yeah, like their leaves were I'm sorry I can't get anything out right now their leaves were um, 
kind of turning yellow, but that, I mean, it could be one of a couple things. So it's kind of here or there. Uh, but they both produced, and it's possible to just do it with tap water without making a cocktail for the plant. And my joint went out again. If somebody can tell me how many times I lit this joint during this podcast, I will... I don't know. I have to do something. I would probably laugh hysterically to the point of crying because somebody actually listened. And that was all probably too shallow, too low. Probably didn't hear any of it. I have to invest in at least another microphone before I have a second person on because that's another problem. Like, this microphone does pick up voices very well, but you have to be kind of looking at it. Because if you look away and you don't get louder, you start to stop hearing me. So, (laughs) I just did that. I did a demonstration of that. So, if it worked, I applaud me. So, it's really based on what you're, I mean, what you're trying to accomplish with your plants. Now, obviously, the one with the nutrient water is going to probably produce more, but if you don't have that yet, or if you're, I mean, come on, everybody's not well off. There's people struggling out there, okay? I'm struggling. I know people are struggling. So if you don't have the means to do that uh, whole shebang and you're just like, I just want to grow one plant. I want to see tap water, all right? Tap water. Make sure your soil's good soil. Um, You can use a couple different things, but I hear... A lot of good reviews of Fox Farms that like whole they have like a whole bunch of different kinds there's like Mother Nature um, Ocean something all of those Um, definitely use one of those the Mother Nature one I know is um, we use at Insta for like moms so you could use that Um, it's just cocoa and perlite perlite Pearl light. I don't know. However you want to say it. God damn it. Oh. What. What was I going to say next? Shit. I'm sorry. Alright. Soil. Yes. So we're talking about the soil. You know. The water. The nutrients. How. That's all. Kind of a confusing wormhole to jump down if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, but it is not really that hard. It's it's fairly easy. It's just like, hey, the plant needs this. Hey, the plant needs that. And it actually will tell you what it needs in, like, the way its leaves show color or no color. Cleo, what are you doing? Hey, get out of the window. You keep breaking blinds. Pretty soon there's not going to be any blinds in that window. 
Uh, but if you are definitely trying to jump down that rabbit hole, I would suggest like a, they make uh, pH meters and like EC meters to dial in that um, zone that you want it in. Um, and there's all kinds of... One person will tell you one thing and another person will tell you another thing. So what I'm going to say is I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but I'm going to tell you do your research and find a common medium. Jump kind of in the center of where they're all lying and you should be good. And kind of trust your gut. I mean, if you're like, hey, I think that's a little too strong, dial it back a little. You can always put a little more in. Can't take it out. Damn it! I think this is why I don't like smoking joints by myself. Because one is they always go out because I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Not even that I'm talking to myself. I just set it down and I my, my hands go somewhere else. I start doing something else and I forget about it for a split second until I'm like, Oh wait, there's a joint. It's out. <laughs> So, this is probably the most chaotic episode. Uh, I'm trying to stay on track. Uh, There's been a whole lot going on in my life, and I'm just trying to stay center. Stay in in my, my body in the moment with what's happening right now um and it's been a difficult struggle but thankfully i have my appointment on monday so hopefully some answers then um i unfortunately had to take a covid test though because My grandmother tested positive and I went to visit with her recently, so I'm just praying right now that I'm good and I'm kosher and I can still make it to that appointment because literally this appointment is the most important thing in my life right now. Like, I need this to happen and I cannot have anything stop it. So, I mean, me... Obviously, testing positive for COVID would stop me from having this appointment. I mean, I'm going to, if that's the case, I'm going to call them and be like, can we do like a televisit? Like, can I jump on Zoom and can we just talk to each other on a video chat? Like, I need this to happen no matter what. So, fingers crossed that all the weed I smoke, the one single dose vaccination I got that I thought would give me a blood clot, um, here's to thinking that that's all working and that's why I haven't gotten it yet. So, we'll see. Everybody was kind of worried because, I mean, I had a, I had a migraine yesterday into today, but that was another, another issue in and of itself. That's the uh, we're gonna call that the 
the friend. I don't know. You're the f your monthly friend. I usually get a migraine right before, and then it's... So, it could just be that, and... I mean, I feel fine now. I also feel extremely stoned right now, so... Who knows? I also thought about going for a walk in, like, a black shirt and some black sweatpants just to, like, sweat out whatever might be in or on me. Just to be safe. I don't know. Not sure how I feel about it yet. But... All the good vibes and good wishes are welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, here's to hoping better days. So I'm going to wrap up, you know, talking about weed right now because I can't just, I just can't stop thinking about everything else. So... The weed segment is now officially over. Go check your plants. Make sure they got water. Uh, here's a little trick, though. Um, I've been doing this as I've been hand-watering the moms lately. And, like, sometimes they're too big to pick up. Like, you got a plant that's way too big that you can't pick up. Stick your hand in the soil. Like, this, stick your hand in the soil, okay? Get dirty. Feel that soil. Is it wet? Is it dry? Does it feel like it's, like, in between? Like, it might need some water? Just give it a little water instead of drenching it. Or if it's wet, don't give it anything. Like, you can let them dry out a little bit. And sometimes that's good because it, uh, in some cases where if you have, like, springtail, I think what they're called, um... They're little, <clears throat> little pests, and I've been reading up on it, and they say they're not harmful, but, I mean, the amount that you would see in the soil would seem that they are, because there's literally thousands, just so many in the soil, jumping around, little, little, little white jumping beans. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember where I was going with that thought. Oh, wait, yes. Letting them dry out. If you let the soil dry out, it would it kills them off, so then they can't survive in that, like, any pests that are in the soil. So it's kind of good to do a dry down, and then, oh, my plant's looking a little sad today. Definitely needs water. Okay, well, give it a little extra today, all right? And then, you know, come back in a day or two, check it. I mean, not in a day or two, check it every day, but it probably won't need water for, like, another day or two if you drenched it. Um, that's, like, the other thing. Trying to get... I said I was done with the weed talk, and now I'm back on it, so... Surprise! Here you go! But, here, I've been experiencing this. Um, when there's, like, three or four different people watering one particular room that's got a couple hundred plants in. It's probably not a couple hundred. It might be like a hundred plants. Um, nobody waters the same. So I'm like, I feel like I'm going around and I'm like, oh, it's still heavy. 
And like every plant that I'm picking up each and every day or when I like when I'm watering, when I pick that plant up, that same plant is still heavy. So I feel like nobody is letting like the, the, the heavy plants dry out. They're just watering to water and just drenching the fuck out of all of them. Here's what I'm going to say. Stick your hand in it. Feel it. If it's dry, give it water. If it's wet, leave it alone. It's fine. If it's leaves are praying and it's got wet soil, leave it alone. Let it go for a day. All right? They called me the desert grower at GTI. No, <laughs> that's that's only what one person said. And I thought that was the most hilarious thing because I really wasn't. I didn't, like, dry them out that much. But I didn't, like, exceed a certain amount either. Like, I was kind of, like, in a... You got a steady cup of water, maybe. No, no, no. I'm not going to say a cup of water. That's... You got, like... Imagine I was giving you, physically giving you a drink every day. And that was the only drink you got all day long. Um, it was like me giving you a can of soda, probably, just for the whole day. <laughs> Maybe two cans of soda. No water, nothing to wash your food down, just that. I feel like that's a poor analogy. I want to take that all back and think of something else. <laughs> How about... Like, it's hard. It's very hard for my brain to fully wrap around and understand uh, one way to another way in comparison how they meet up. So, like, from what I experienced with watering at GTI, it was like a micro-water. And from what I experienced at INSA from watering the moms, it's still kind of like a micro-watering, but it's a little more macro but it's not like full scale, um, like pumping gallons into the room. You know what I mean? I mean, I am pumping gallons into the room, but like, it's a 55 gallon drum of water that I distribute amongst maybe a hundred plants. And most of the time, I don't even give it all to them. Like, I'm dumping the water out the back door because I didn't use it all, so... It's kind of frustrating for a brain like mine because I'm not like a... Like, I'm friends with so much, so many smart people, and it makes me so jealous, and I wish, I just wish I was there, but, like, my brain is not, like, I'm just not there. I'm not, uh, academically, uh, inclined. Uh, see, I can't even make normal freaking sentences. Uh, I'm, I have a small brain. And all my friends have big brains. That's the way I can say it. <laughs> That's the way I can process it out of my head 
that it makes sense. <laughs> I wish I had a brig, a brig brain. See, I can't even speak. I wish I had a big brain. I, I just, I don't know. I do better with like hands-on learning. Like, show me something once and kind of maybe shadow me one or two times after that and I got that down. I'm fucking solid. You won't have to show me that again. Maybe if I like slightly forget something, I'll be like, hey, what was that one thing? And I just ask you, I just be like, hey, I don't, I own up to the fact that I fucking forgot. Um, it's just, yeah, it's something I just do better with. The, the hands on learning, whereas like, now this podcast has gone too far. Now I'm getting I'm I'm getting to the point where it doesn't even make sense and I want to delete the whole freaking thing. So, right now I'm going to sign off and say have a good day. <laughs> no, but seriously, have a great day. I love everybody that actually listens to these podcasts. I'm sorry that I'm a nutcase, but T minus what's today? Friday. So we got Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Three days. T minus three days. And ooh, we got some stuff moving. We got some good things coming. All right. Thank you. Love you all. Goodbye.